What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Pursuit of Better podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel, and I'm here with our boy, Wyatt. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot, you? Not much. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, picking, uh, a, or I have a bone to pick with you. I didn't tell you this before. I was going to say <laughs> No, this. he didn't. This is I'm blindsided. Uh, I know it's so going to be something really stupid. Lots of, <laughs> <laughs> lots, of, uh, lots of talk on the open-minded thing come to my conclusion oh. that you are definitely not open-minded <laughs> <laughs> through talking to who? others about to it who? To who? <laughs> well that, so people have brought it up to me uh and so the definition of open-mindedness is being open-minded is having the ability to consider others perspectives and trying to be <laughs> this is where you go off path <laughs> <laughs> trying to be empathetic to other oh, people yeah, yeah, yeah. facts <laughs> even when you disagree with them all right, I so of I, course, <laughs> open mindedness does have his limits. So that kind of like brings you back a little bit. But <laughs> oh yeah, okay, there's that, your stupid that, idea things. Like <laughs> don't bring stupid ideas to me. Well, but. no, I'm I. <laughs> I'll always hear someone's point of view. I'll never not hear their point of view, and I'll listen to it. I'll think critically about it. And if I come to the conclusion that it's stupid, I will tell it, them. I will tell them it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I will rip them a new one. Yeah. Therefore, but not being open minded. I've had very good conversations with people who have very drastically different views about certain topics, and we, like, I still very much respect them as a person. I yeah, respect I their point of view just because I don't agree with them. Yes, yes. Yeah. No. My point on the open minded thing, now that you've got me on it, <laughs> is that. I'm open-minded to evidence. If new evidence came out tomorrow saying but that... But that's not open-minded. No. Yes, it is. No, it's not. 100% it There's is. There's lots of things that aren't going to have evidence that you could be like... That you could like think critically about and like... Like... I don't know. Like I'm my trying th- to think of an example. Like if someone came up to you, we'll just we'll use keto for example, and they're constantly like, no, it doesn't matter about calories in, calories out. Keto is the way to lose weight. We'd be like, well, there's no evidence, so we don't really accept that idea. But not it, the only way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it came out tomorrow saying like, no, like, like there's like fucking hundreds of studies now coming out showing that it's best, I would accept it because I'm like, no, that's what it shows. So I have to change my views depending on what's yeah presented. In front I would of me say like, okay, that. let's. I, this is the one that just like popped into my head. Yeah. So, uh, like the thought about like God or higher power or something like that. Right. Yeah. Versus like how we got here. This is a deep conversation oh, right wow. at the start. Fuck. <laughs> but, uh, but I feel like the open mindedness thought of that is like, well, science says that the world is like however many millions of years or billions of years old, whatever it is. I, I don't actually know. Uh, <laughs> uh, or like something created the world, like a big bang created it or God created yeah. it. I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't think there's, much evidence to either they're just theories right correct so like the idea and like i i think it's very funny because those two sides of people like i i'm honestly unbiased towards either but yeah but i think like people maybe think that science has a little bit some people think science has a little bit more pull because it's like oh well they're scientists and then like people that have like faith in whatever are like no like the earth was created by a, a yeah. force or God or whatever. So anyways, I think that that is like more of the open mind. If someone's talking about science and they're just bringing up ridiculous things, that's, I think that's a little different. That's why the, the, the last little part kind of makes it like open mindedness does have its limits because like, yeah, well, if th- someone's like keto is the only way to lose weight, you'd be like, well, no, that's a hundred percent not yeah. true. It's definitely a way to lose weight. Uh, <laughs> and maybe i'm not like i wouldn't just preach it from the heavens that like that's the way you should do see, it see that's what but that's, that's i would it, accept it being like if you do keto and you lost weight like that's yeah. great yes right yeah, no like, I, it worked for you but that's that's right that's where i think like we're open-minded in the sense that it's like you acknowledge that like right yeah there's other ways to do things there's not always just one strict path I'm just saying I'm not open-minded to stupid shit yeah okay that's fair like that's like if you if you come up to me and you like you say the earth's flat yeah like Am I not? Op- I'm not considered open-minded because I think you're a fucking idiot if you think the Earth is flat. <laughs> Kyrie Irving, <laughs> like, like, come on, like, um, or like that dinosaurs didn't exist, or that like fucking Bush did 9/11, like shit like that. Like, because I'm not like into these grand Bush conspiracies. Did do 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, friends with Osama. There's a picture of them. Jet fuel. Hands. Jet fuel can't melt <laughs> So, um, 
those no. towers would have fallen over <laughs> this way and not crumbled down. Just because I don't believe in stupid ideas doesn't mean I'm not open-minded. I actually love listening yeah. to conspiracy theories. They are entertaining. They as are shit. very entertaining. It's amazing the mental gymnastics people go through to make it work. The flat Earth one, they literally believe. I actually haven't looked into this. So that this. there is a globe around each of us. Ironic. Um, like a sphere <laughs> that so the sun will always follow us and we each have our own sun oh that's yeah. so it's really stupid it's kind of like remember the birds we had this talk on the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. the birds <laughs> anyways who brought this up to you can i ask oh uh, there say? no there's multiple i feel like there was multiple people and i can't really think of who it was uh right off the top of my head well i so <laughs> So I went directly home and was like, Steph, do you think why? Oh, God, she's going to tell me no. Yeah, she's going to say no. <laughs> she's like, um, well. Okay, uh, because I'm not, just because I get it. I'm not open-minded to like in the thing of spirituality and shit like that. I think like if you're looking at stars to figure out like who you are, who you are, <laughs> we're misguided. <laughs> All yeah. right. Not an astrology guy. No don't care about religion if it's there it's there if it's not it's not it's not going to affect my life any means doesn't mean i'm not open-minded to certain aspects it just means there's certain things i just don't give a shit about fair <laughs> i'm like all right but, cool yeah. <laughs> um anywho i just thought we'd start with that who else, who uh, else? The, i gotta get names here so no, I i'm not giving up my sources and tell them um, i'm open-minded because <laughs> that's what open-minded people do i think if you talk to anybody oh i was talking to shaggy about it but i brought it up oh Oh, yeah, he probably said I brought it up, and he was like, sure. yeah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shaggy. Uh, but, yeah. Um, anywho, let's okay. get on to yeah. something uh, bigger and better, bigger news. Uh, one of our uh, probably one person that's listened to maybe every episode, as well as your uh, sister, had uh, their child. They did. Congratulations to my... Podcast, uh, well, your sister and brother-in-law and uh, my best friends. Yeah. No, super cool. Baby girl, Blake. 8-8. Uh, Eric Lindros. Yeah, I don't know if that's... If that's I, don't, I don't really know anything about children, but I was told that was like a, a, decent health, size. a healthy weight. It yeah. was good. And she was two weeks early. Uh, if you look at Matt, he's a big boy, so it makes sense that <laughs> the child's going to be big. So, um, yeah. No, super happy and cutest, the cutest baby's little. vibing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I was hinting at it last week. So yeah. if anyone picked up on that, good job. Yeah. If you didn't, yeah. <laughs> it flew right over the head. <laughs> uh, but that was the big news. Yeah. So congrats to them. No, oh, really yeah. happy. Shout out. Shout out, Matt. I saw your uh, shirt, Funkle. Funkle. That's a good shirt. Yeah, Brittany, uh, when they when they said they're getting, not getting pregnant, but when they announced <laughs> they were pregnant. Yeah. Well, Brittany was pregnant, not Matt. <laughs> um, uh, I think people say we're pregnant, though. Yeah. Yeah. You think? So, yeah, yeah you're not. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, yeah, and they gave me the shirt, and so I wore it. It was the first time meeting, so I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, anything, anything else to, to shoot on before we... We don't want to make... Do you want to attack me about anything else? No, or? no. I'm done, I'm done attacking <laughs> okay. you today. Ah, that's a lie. That's <laughs> Wait, such a it, lie. Let's get it out of the way first, and then we'll... Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Um, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about, uh, kind of focused on intensity. I feel like that's the, the, um, CrossFit, like when people think of CrossFit intensity is immediately what they think of. And it's like people falling on the ground dead after a workout, yeah. heaving, uh, maybe puking, maybe dying. Yeah. Like running to the washroom. Maybe 17.1. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which isn't necessarily wrong. But um, I think there's other things that we need to consider, um, especially with like the view on CrossFit being that. Um, I think it's it for beginners, especially it's important um, or anybody that's kind of coming off injury. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, we've had a whole podcast on injury, but uh, but anybody kind of coming off injury or starting um, fresh in CrossFit need to kind of think about these co these couple other pillars. So we think about three pillars overall. It's mechanics first, um, so basically your technique, consistency uh, second, and then we kind of add in intensity, and um, we'll kind of basically break that down and how it looks um, in this podcast. Yeah, and I think this is one thing CrossFit does really well in the L1 of teaching you yes. uh, these kind of three pillars, and I think it's something that's always so 
neglected almost. And I'm guilty of it too. Like there's times where it's like maybe that person isn't moving the greatest, but it's just like, well, you know what? Like I'm kind of on the idea of paralysis by analysis too. I was talking to this last night with the with a member. So it's like it's it's a really fine line you gotta ride. Yes. But my yeah. We'll get into it. I think we'll I yeah. think uh, what you're sort of kind of touching on is like the physical versus like the psychological yeah. part of being a member or an athlete at a CrossFit gym, however you want to look at that, um, whether you consider yourself an athlete. And you know what? Even like you could take this out of, you can apply this to anything like, uh, well, any type of training, right? Like any good coach would probably have this down. Like it's like, all right, you're obviously you're not going to tell the person who's like absolutely like squatting atrociously to up the weight. Right, you're like no, like let's lower it down. And that could be side in a CrossFit gym, in a strength conditioning gym, in a global gym, like Personal any tra- yeah. any type, yeah. boot camp classes, like anything. No, no. <laughs> uh, they don't oh. use, but, but anyways. Oh, <laughs> so so that's that's open minded over there. You're, no talking way. About <laughs> you're talking about weight, and I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Boot, boot camps, like I'll drop the topic. I'm oh. not salty. Let's just let's just carry it through. That's our like <laughs> that's gonna be subline yeah. undertone for the whole. <laughs> I just ruined this podcast because why it's no, angry it's now. Funny. No, I'm not angry. I just I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not open minded to the review, so why would I care? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. I did say though when me when Stefan uh, me just briefly yeah. talked about it, but I was like, I actually think um, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, I feel like you're you don't really care what people think, which I think is a good trait in a lot of senses. I do. Yeah. I, okay. I do think that's a good trait. I do. I do care about other people. Let no, me just put I, no, this out there. I, I, no, 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 no. That's not what I was saying. I was saying like, you don't care about like necessarily their opinion of, of your opinion or like, no, like you I think stick to your guns. Opinion, and I, and I, think that's, I think yeah. that's, uh, I think that's, I think that's respectful. You don't, you don't like blow in the wind, you know? No. So I, I anyways, I respect that. Anyways. There. Now you can feel good about yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. It's like, what are, what's that called? Like a sandwich. Uh, the, oh, a, po- a positive negative sandwich. Something, something. Yeah, something like that. I forget what it is. Positive we always talk about feedback. backhanded compliments. It's yeah. always talked about. Where it's like, uh, I forget. I used to have a buddy in high school. <laughs> you come back after you go to the gym with him. He's like, oh, fuck, man. Like, your lats are looking great. Like, they're, they're getting big. You're like, yeah, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, your delts could use work, though. <laughs> it's always like, give a compliment and just fucking yeah, just yeah. take it away. Those <laughs> shoulders like, look small, thanks, though. Thanks, thanks. They still are, so. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed. No. <laughs> Anyways, um, back to our topic. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, so we're talking mechanics or technique, consistency, and then uh, adding in intensity slowly. So um, let's start with mechanics or technique. Um, I think obviously this is our base foundation. Uh, I always like the pyramid thing. So if, if, if we have the pyramid, like we did this with the nutrition thing, right. Um, you have the most important thing being your mechanics and your movement. And, um, so let's talk about technique for a little bit. How important is it? Um, is it like the be all end all? Should people just like focus on being absolutely perfect in their technique first? Um, and then worry about, like once it's absolutely perfect, then move on. Yeah. Or let's talk about that first, and uh, and we'll go from there. I might catch a lot of shade. I, I I know what you're gonna say, and I don't think you. I think okay, it, you'll change people's idea, but I don't. I think it's. I, I think the exact same way as you. Yeah. So we've talked about it before, but like forms te- not really. It's a factor in injury, but it's not the number one factor. So if you're not moving perfect, it doesn't really matter a ton right especially a lower weight yeah like it, that's the main thing is it's lower weights but if if someone's like kind of shifting their weight a little bit in a back squat or it's like oh you kind of went onto your toes that one a little bit on that fifth rep it's like does that mean you should just like stop everything strip it down and go back to like the bar and practice the bar like no man like right no like we can't just analyze everything and just never progress like the thing is you're never gonna make a lift i told I don't know if this is bad. I'm going to tell you this. But I told a client last night that you should always strive for perfection, but you'll never reach it. No, I don't <laughs> it's think like, that's bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, you want to strive to have that perfect squat, that perfect snatch, the perfect clean and jerk every single time. But realize you're, you'll you never make it. Like, that's just, it's not probably feasible. Uh, so I, 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 would, I would argue too, like yeah. you're, and it's not like a negative thing saying you're never going to reach it. It's no. just that like, honestly, the, the people at the highest level doing this as a sport, they're Still not even ha- there. Yeah, they're not even there. They're always trying to perfect things. They literally like, refine their technique every single day. Well, think about Tiger Woods. He was like, he he had won like however many majors and then he went and changed his swing. 
Yeah. To get better. So like there's always room for improvement. If there wasn't, then like we probably, <laughs> we would be out of a job probably. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, I think um, definitely from a psychological standpoint with technique, like people need to be some, most people here I think are very open to coaching. Obviously yeah. I think that's why they come, but I think uh, like I am always, I feel like you're always super open to uh, criticism. I'm always super open to criticism in the gym <laughs> don't criticize me like, anywhere well, else yeah. <laughs> um but uh but yeah like i think i think that's a, a big thing and i think for the main thing it's like so yeah our form doesn't have to be perfect but it's not like we're just saying move unsafe we're not saying like oh that was shit you can still go up we're not saying that right in the slightest i'm saying like hey if you're like 80 percent in check eh, you probably probably go up like it's not the end of the world well and i think it's a ladder right like it, yeah. at at some point you're like okay take the thruster for instance it's like this person can squat and press so like are they doing that safely with the barbell can they front squat first can they press overhead are they in good positions there right and then you take it the next level can they like do the movement in unit like together right, right. like the squat and then into the press um with the barbell is that safe is that good maybe they stay there the whole time maybe right. they're just maybe we take it down like so far that we're just like okay you're gonna squat stop and then press um so it's partly on the coach obviously for this first part of mechanics because a, a person coming in may not totally know what they're doing at the start right so you're you're that's what the coach is for but um, as the technique kind of gets a little bit better, then we can add a little bit of intensity, which again, we've talked about before, but it comes in, um, increasing load, increasing, uh, speed, increasing even number of like amount of volume, right? Like right. we can, we can decrease these in any way, hence modifying, um, the workout for individuals based on that. Um, but yeah, that would be kind of a cool topic. Do we, the individualized programming and stuff like that. Did I talk to you about that with uh, the guy who runs OPEX, James Fitzgerald, and how he got on yes. to uh, Castro's Instagram because he's like, oh, it's not individualized and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a fun thing to talk about maybe. Yeah, that actually would. On. Yeah. Because it kind of was kind of controversial for a bit. But sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's maybe do that next week. Yeah. That's a good call, yeah. actually. Now I think of a good idea. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got next week's down though. Yeah, there we go. Finally. Uh, but yeah, I think when we look at CrossFit, there's so many movements and there's so much different, like there's so many different things going on. It's like, how do we, how do we get the most from each person? Yeah. Um, and I think the mechanics or the, the technique of it, there is really only like five or six actual like movement archetypes, right? Like there's right. like uh, pulling, pressing, squatting, hinging, and like, I guess core stuff. Is that five? I don't know. You can also think like, yeah, you can also break (laughs) pressing down into two if you want to do like horizontal and vertical and then same with pulling, same with pulling. But basically those are like your archetypes for like muscle archetypes. eh? Yeah. Is that a a big word? That is is (laughs) stolen from him. Um, But, uh, but yeah. um, So kind of any movement really falls into those, those domains. So like anytime we're like warming up an air squat, the technique practice of that is we're like thinking about this. Maybe we're doing back squats. Yeah. We're on a back squat cycle right now. So maybe we're thinking, um, okay, like let's warm this up. Think about good movement patterns as opposed to like rushing through things. We take it a little bit slower in the warm up. We really think about like what we're doing. Um, and then we add that intensity, which in the back squat cycle is um, just weight, right? Like whatever percentage you're at for that day. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like maybe this is squat example is a great one. Cause we're on a squat cycle at the gym right yes, now. We are. And, um, and we just did Karen and I fucked you guys <laughs> up. People's legs were messed. They're ruined. Yesterday. I had to tell yes, uh, people yesterday, like, Hey, like I'm really if you're sorry. ruined, like take it easy. Don't do front squats. Yeah. <laughs> Bike into front squats. Yeah. Ah, fuck uh, it. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, uh, where was I going with that? Sorry. I interrupted you. No, it's okay. I have a squirrel brain. We were talking about like the squat back squat progressions. Yo, yeah. So like if 
if you're looking at the percentages and maybe like we've talked about this before, maybe you haven't been there in a little while, your intensity decreases. Yes. Somebody was talking to me the other day. They're like, Oh, I hit this last week, but it's at a similar percentage. Um, but I like, I'm just not there yet. I'm not there today. And I was like, take a, yeah. take like a more of a recovery day. You're still doing the movement, but you're 15, 20 pounds less. That's not going to be maybe the end of the start, world. Maybe I should put in the, in the notes. I don't think so. I think that's no? good for the coach to like, okay. co- good for conversation. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that again, like we're thinking about that technique first and, and kind of foremost all the time, especially when you're newer and those like percentages don't really mean a whole lot to you Yeah, because you right? don't have <laughs> a one rep max or it's always increasing. Yeah. <laughs> Literally exactly. every single day. For the day first think, like oh, six up, months up, to a up. year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is also the reason for progressions. Yeah. hundred percent. So like modifying progressions, whatever. Um, so like you could take it down from like squat you're like, okay, baseline is just an air squat. So yep. if we can do that fairly well, um, then we move on. We maybe do like goblet back squat. squat front. Yeah. Goblet squat. And then like you get into the barbell then, stuff. Yeah. Um, and then like, I think the most difficult, difficult one that we see in the gym is probably the overhead squat. I think, yeah, I think just in general, that's probably one of the most difficult. I mean, that's why the snatch is so hard. Right. Um, it's like one of the best mobility tests in the world. If you can get into a good overhead squat position you're probably pretty mobile yeah um but yeah i think that modifying it based on the movement so like yesterday i had someone that came in um in one of my classes and and they had uh they never came before so first class and so we had back squats in the strength and then we had um kettlebell bike kettlebell swing bike and front squats in the workout so instead she um this person couldn't get into a great front rack position right and was having a really hard time holding it so there's two options here for me i'm like okay we could either go to dumbbells and work on that front rack or just build some confidence in the movement and go back to back squats right so i I was like let's take kind of a simple approach for her and and let's just do the back squat for today because you've built that like you've done the movement you didn't do much like you didn't do super heavy in the in the strength part Mm-hmm. And, and we're yeah, just going to carry yeah. that into the into the conditioning it's still, part. It's, it's squat, so and it's she's like, probably still sore today. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, because it's first time. Like you don't want to. Um, yeah, and, and then again, like the coach telling someone, like, "Hey, let's take this a little bit slower." Like I know everyone around you might be like, like seem like they're going at a million miles a minute, but let's like take it back. Let's really focus on the movement. And and whenever I see kind of faults like that, I always try and slow someone down a little bit, whether it's like a conversation we're having and it's like, hey, like this is something that we need to think about. And you're like right. in the in the middle of a workout correcting them or it's something that, um, you know, like you. Yeah, you're you're like, let's just slow down a little bit and, and really kind of go back to thinking about that technique a little more because um, some people just they have it. They just need to be reminded. of Yeah. It. Yeah. No, hundred um, percent. That's basically our job is reminding people. Honestly, yeah. like eighty percent of it is like, "Hey, remember elbows up?" Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, shit. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I guess in like the grand scheme of things, I guess to summarize mechanics, I guess is it's like in CrossFit, especially, we do take a big look at form and movement pattern. It's just we shouldn't over obsess over it. I think this is like yeah. So I really like Squat University. This is like his biggest critique from people who don't like him, which I don't think he thinks like this, but they always assume he does, is that like if someone does something like kind of off balance or not right, he's like, no, strip it all off. We're going right back to basics. Right. I don't really like that way of thinking. He he thinks that way? No, it's just like everyone always comments on it, like oh. stuff like that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, like this guy can't press. He better do fucking three hours of mobility and shit like that. Right. And it's right. like the movement builds that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. But, uh, yeah, so, like, we, we focus on mechanics and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, just know that, like, if you're not hitting it perfect every single time, it's not the end of the world. Like, it's, I think it's worse if you just consistently stay at that empty bar and try to work at it. Yeah. It's, like, you're never really going to actually improve. And then when you start to put on weight, it's not bad. And something that we talk about a lot, too, is, like, when you're in a squat and maybe you go slightly on your toes or you have a little shift to the right, shift to the left, that's natural. That's probably better for your body because you're learning how to stabilize like weight right. in kind of some bad areas. I'm not saying like like 
tippy toes and like you're super far off and like holy shit you're gonna not like we're teaching that but yeah but it's like a slight little weight shift here and there is probably gonna be fine like well how many gonna... times do we do that where like you're like ah, oh, like, that was toey i'm like yeah. oh shit like i was forward yeah. or like yeah, yeah i don't think i'm ever back but and I'm yeah usually forward but but and it's like and it's like it's not the end of the world like shit like you just like just of try and think about not doing it next time and, and your like, oh, body yeah. is meant to like like yes obviously like mechanics are super important when it comes to building a base and building yeah. like a way that we should be able to move and being strong and like really good position so that if we go out and play a sport on the weekend or running around with our kids or whatever that we're safe and we're moving safely but we also have to think about there's going to be those times where you like move a little bit to one side and and it's not that movement no. pattern that yeah. you do in the gym and like that's the you know that i'm just saying that it's not always going to look exactly like life's not going to look like exactly like we do in the kind of like it's building the base for outside yeah. the gym but it's it's not going to look exactly the same no and i so like that little differentiator of like like you're saying isn't like a huge deal yeah, moving perfect and moving safe are two different things right right it's like if you're moving safely and you're not going to get injured and it's like yeah you have some minor like adjustments that could be made uh Obviously, we're going to make them. We're going to try. But I'm not going to tell you not to put on more weight. Right. Like, you're probably fine. You're good. Or like, yeah, that looks good. Like, nothing wrong with it. It's just like, just think a little bit more about certain things. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I hate like when people, like, I've seen personal trainers do this all the time where they just like, they make sure their client's moving perfect. And it's like, man, it's not, that's not the end of the world. Like, no. Oh, no. Like, they, like, their weight shifted like half an inch to the right during the squat. Right. Or like not that big of a we, deal. I think what we see a lot, <laughs> like, especially, um, so like, again, I'm got, fresh in my mind yesterday we had squats. So I'm thinking um, a lot of front rack positions start out really well, right? Like yeah. their elbows are up, their chest, nice torso, tall torso. They go into their squat, they come up and their butt hinges up first. The weight right. tips forward a little bit, but they can still get up. And yeah. so last night I, I found in the workout a lot, my biggest thing was people doing the eight reps like the first say three to five would look awesome and then as they get fatigued they're start especially coming off yeah. the bike they're coming um forward and then up so their butt's coming up and then their chest comes up yeah. which obviously is going to be harder in the long run it's obviously not the greatest technique but just reminding them like hey try yeah. and fight that um fight against that and i had a lot of um good results from people like really kind of it's just like a brain thing so it's yeah just like we're turning like, it back on where some coaches instead of being like hey like just think about this they'd be like don't strip the weight Take you're the doing weight it off. wrong yeah whatever it's like no like just remind them if they continue to do it it's like yeah they're not moving safe that's the whole thing then like for sure take it off but if like if you remind them and they do it and it's like well yeah. fuck, they, they're fine so like don't stress and so i much. always think about like one rep max right like yeah you always like it's not safe for one rep not everyone should do a one rep max necessarily but I think it's a good thing to know and have. Uh, at least not everybody yeah. should push to like, like everybody should maybe try it, but not push to the complete. Yeah, I think depending on like the failing, depending on your training age and stuff like that. Right. If like if you feel comfortable, then for sure. But but I think it's a really really good thing to see. Like we're flirting with that line of like good solid technique and you know like yeah. the breakdown of technique because that's where it happens a lot of times is when things get heavy, and so. This is where, like, we're talking a lot about beginners, but I think we can go back and talk about, like, anybody, right? Like, you hit a one rep max, whatever. Um, now all your now all your percentages are now increased. Yeah. And you have to work on that technique now because your <laughs> your clean and jerk is almost four hundred pounds, and now your your percentages are all like increased. Right. So. Now, clean and jerk. Your clean and jerk looked really good when you actually hit your one rep max. But it didn't actually. No, it didn't. No, it wasn't. It was not clean by whatsoever. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, no, that's okay. I just like there was some a lot of technical flaws that I yeah. had in it. That's like okay. So then that's a perfect it's example good to know of that there's more having yeah. like having like okay. My, so now the snatch was perfect. Okay, maybe that's what I'm that thinking because that was more recent. Yeah. Was that more recent? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, but now you're going back. And having the higher percentages and now we're working up again. Like, yeah, it's like flirt with that line. Okay. Go back and perfect the technique at the new numbers and get better at those lower percentages and lower weights. And then again, we build back up 
And then, oh, we try it. Maybe we don't hit it this time. So it's like, okay, we're still at that percentage. We're getting stronger at lower numbers. Position is getting better. Technique's getting better. We start working up again, get like more confidence. Boom. Might take longer, obviously, when you're at like wide strength uh, as opposed to like a beginning strength. Like Joel's strength. Yeah, yeah like mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> exactly. But uh, but but yeah, like it, it, it's just like that. that yeah ebb and flow of of technique versus uh versus weight um no, i i agree with that i think that's a pretty good spot to, to, end, tra- to transition to yeah because i think what you're talking about there goes really well with the next piece which is consistency yeah so first before we go i think mechanics obviously is never going to go these are three pillars that always are stay. never going to go yeah they um stay. so so just keep in mind like whether you're a beginner i know we talked a lot about it that because it was just like easy to 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 bring up things there yeah but uh but just know that these are important all the time and we always like like i just said like the example i just gave why it's still going back and working on mechanics of his movement even though his clean and jerks three whatever it is 75 or 85 or 95 or fuck 95 can't even count, can't even count that high um uh yeah so anyways let's move on uh the second piece is going to be consistency so there's yeah. kind of two spots here um do you want to take it away yeah so there's two things I look at it as, and I think is number one, are you actually showing up consistently? Like, are you actually in the gym and working out consistently and things like that? Right. We can't just like slap on intensity, even though your mechanics are perfect. If you come once every month, I'm not going to make you go for a PR at that one time. Like that's no, that's how you get injured. Like your right. tissues are not prepped for that load. The other way I look at it is, are you moving well consistently? Right. So if you're, cons- if you're hitting those, like, we talked about it earlier. It's like if you're hitting that like 80% kind of like perfect squat, then it's like, okay, let's let's up the weight. Let's up the weight. You're moving well. We can keep going. So those are the two kind of ways I see consistency as is consistency of good showing technique. Up. Sorry. And, and then consistency yeah. of showing up. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that that's, uh, that's exactly the two kind of things that I was thinking as well. Um when we think about consistency of a certain movement, so we think about the the first we have the the at least enough technique that we can we know the movement, we realize like what the parts of the movement are. Um, so we're maybe a little bit past that beginner stage. This is where that that because really as a beginner, really we're just trying to build the mechanics, and that's kind of like the boat we stay in for the most part. And then the consistency is trying to like, okay, so now this beginner is staying fairly consistent with yeah. coming and with seeing these movements. I usually th- I usually say to people it takes about, depending on how many times a month you come, three, three months to six months to like really come and be like, I recognize the name of that movement. I don't yeah, have to look it yeah, up yeah. on YouTube. Definitely. Definitely like three months. I think I remember when I started, I was like, what the hell is the difference between a push press and a push jerk? Yeah. I like looked at the videos and I was like, what the, f-? like I needed somebody to explain it to me. I know like obviously now that's it's right. Yeah. But, and same oh, with I, like, we still get that. what's the power clean? What's the hang power clean? Like there's so many different variations. You're like, you come in, you're like, fuck last week we did power clean, but this week it's hang power clean. Like what yeah. the hell is the difference of that? Yeah. Um, so just like, or like knowing the other day, actually, I remember, so a snatch pull, you do not use your elbows. In a snatch high pull, you pull the out like up high. And there's some there were some like members here who've been here for a really long time who like were doing snatch high pulls. So I was like, hey, like, I feel like I always say that. snatch pull when I do a high pull. Yeah. But it's just like and it's like little things like that that it takes a long time to learn every little fucking thing. Yeah. That's well, why you have us. <laughs> yeah, and that and that's a good thing about coming to a coming to a spot where like you actually work on your technique every yeah. day in the in the warm up. Um, but yeah, like building that consistency over the warm up, over the, over the class and then over obviously multiple classes. Um, yeah, like we need to kind of, like we said earlier, we need to focus on that proper, proper mechanics over time because yes, if you just come in and do squats one time, then you don't see them for a long, long time afterwards. It's like starting at back at square one. I find that a lot of times with people that aren't consistent in coming, that's why these are kind of two in one. Um, is that it's like, oh, they haven't seen this movement in a long well, time. It's hard to do now that. it's coming yeah. back to like, okay, like we went over this last time, but we're gonna have to kind of go over this again. Picture like trying it's to, hard ri- to build. Picture like trying to ride a bike, but you only ever ride it for ten minutes at a time, 
and you only ever ever try to ride it once a month. Right. And it's like probably going to take you a longer time than if you just like buckled down and spent like that hour. I don't know how long it takes actually to ride a bike. That's I don't know. yeah, I don't know how long. But uh <laughs> but if you do it every single day, even for 10 minutes every single day, you're going to learn a lot faster than if you do it uh once every month for 10 minutes or Have you seen those like little kid bikes where they have no pedals? What? Yeah, so like there's a what? bike and there's no pedals and like the kid it's for little kids so they can like basically like like the Flintstones. Yeah, they can like run with their legs. Yeah. So if you okay. can walk, so I think we're probably going to get Jacko one. That's pretty cool. Then apparently I've heard that um it's better for like the balance of having the bike cuz like then they if they take if they like they get, get going it. fast enough and then they like take their feet off, they start to learn. They learn yeah. like oh, like the balance of the bike, but their feet can still catch them. Right. As opposed to like the training wheels don't really <laughs> teach the balance and that's the hard part yeah yeah so then you're like basically at some point you're still going holding them until they get confident and huh driving without you anyways i don't know if that's actually true i'm gonna try it on my own that makes sense in theory experiment with my own kid (laughs) (laughs) all right man that'd be cool ride your ride your bike alone now (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i think building the consistency we have to think about like how many times has this specific movement come up for the person? And then how right. many times um, is it happening? Like, is this a movement that comes up a lot in class in like a lot of workouts? Like, Which I feel like exactly if- why we're going to be doing lots of wall walks come January. Oh, <laughs> I need to actually stop skipping things like that. I'm horrendous at wall walks. You're not bad at them. You're definitely better than the average person. Oh, yeah. Like I used to like, if I wasn't, that great at something i would spend like so much time and i would just like it's just a really depressing movement to do yeah. <laughs> that's honestly all it is you're like, but i would me. just like i would just hammer it until i was good at it and now i'm just like yeah i'll do it when it comes out <laughs> whatever yeah <laughs> um yeah so, so i think yeah once you have those two dialed in the mechanics and the consistency then now we can add in the lovely intensity. Right. Which I think everyone gets backwards. Everyone thinks CrossFit's intensity, consistency, mechanics. Well, and unfortunately, I think uh, that this definition does come from people not being completely coached properly. I 100% right? agree Like it, it, There yeah. is some validation behind that. Um, like realistically, like I don't, I don't enjoy teaching people a kipping pull-up if they can't do a strict pull-up. Like if I'm being straight yeah. up honest. Like I'm like... I'm like, well, what's the point? Like, it's like there's a subs, like when you can't get that strict pull up, but you're doing kipping pull ups, there's all of a sudden, like, there's more of an injury risk. Those joints and those tissues aren't probably. I would say, even if you have, even Mm -hmm. if you have a strict pull up, it's probably more like there's just going to be more of an injury risk going. Oh, there, there is for sure. I'm just saying, like, compared if you have strict and then do kipping, less of injury risk. Your your joints and your tissues are prepped for it. For sure. If you don't have it, there's more of an issue. And I think CrossFit especially, like a lot of people see it and it's a fun, it's a flashy movement. So they all, they always want to try it. Yeah. Like I would yeah. say the same thing with uh push up to handstand push up. I would yep. say the same thing with even barbell movements, like strict press to push press to push jerk, especially push jerk. Right. Cause yes. like, it's like you should have these, like the shoulder press and the push press being strong movements first. Right. And then it's just that they happen to be, a little bit easier to modify in the sense that like it looks the same as the person beside you. Right. Right. Like modifying a pull-up is looks different because it's like, oh, you're doing yeah with a band. Compared to compared to yeah. Yep. Um but yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know where we're going with that. I don't, I don't know. That was the longest pause we've probably ever had. We you just, think? We stared I feel at like, each other. Oh, just, yeah. Like, Locked eyes. Yeah, just, uh, um, I think... So, who do you think has the most issue with intensity then? Like, beginner, intermediate, advanced? Um, I honestly... I think probably beginners, more or less. In the sense that... I guess there's two ways of... like one, The way I'm thinking of it is, like, who, like doesn't know how to push themselves yet okay okay and i would say like interesting yeah yeah if we take it from that realm i think the beginner for sure doesn't actually know because you look back to your first workout you know i'm looking back to it like damn like i was a little bitch like in the sense that like i just didn't know how to hurt and it's something that like 
it takes time to learn how right. to like like most people when they come in here like oh yeah like that that sucked and it's like yeah you probably didn't really actually like hurt as much as you think but then like, it hurts so much more than it nor- like your yeah. first workout hurts so much like more, yeah. a day or two after which then. is so different and it's like it's like oh fuck you don't really know how to do it and then once you get into it you you start to learn like the first people they come in they're like wait you do this for 20 minutes non-stop no break that's daunting and so then you don't you don't really get it yeah but then once you get into it it's like, yeah it's a shitty workout but you just kind of stay moving the entire time right and you learn that way i think the people who also have a lot of issues with intensity in that they go too hard are intermediates yes i think advanced. I was, that's, that's where i was going to go okay yeah. i think advanced like has it pretty much dialed in because you're in it for so long you get it yeah you're like i don't feel that good today I'm not going to push it because I don't want to blow my rib out. It's just move day today yeah. for me. <laughs> the advance has issues with being just move days too often. <laughs> oh, you think? I thought, yeah. I think the the way that advance sometimes goes is that like their ego gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, maybe they I, should take it. They should take a day where they're just I, like, there's probably I need more. To, I need to just move <laughs> and, uh, and maybe special guest or. This is a perfect timing. Steph and I can get out our beef on how oh, yeah. to <laughs> too, too bad she can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, blink twice Please. if you <laughs> Sorry, Jacko and Steph Except are just, just at the window. Yeah. Um, um well, I don't even know what we're talking about now. Uh the advance possibly taking too many move days. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's think okay, so beginner first. Yeah. So you're saying beginners have a tough time. Um they're 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 both, but I think because they're not really sure what's going on. So weight, weightlifting wise, they almost always go too Probably light too ah, fuck this is hard i think it's both i think it's honestly 50 50 yeah i guess it depends each person's different everyone's different here somebody no. asked me a question the other day and they i think they wanted like an exact answer and i was just like ah, it's different for everybody <laughs> okay i think I'm i know like, who it you're depends talk- it depends i think i know who you're talking about because i uh gave them the same answer and they're both like yeah, Joel said that because because they're like because they're like oh uh St- like shazi told one one person this and then Wyatt told another person like two separate people oh yeah, yeah this yeah. <laughs> and i was like i was like okay what was the thing and they told me and i was like yeah they're both right right yeah depending on what the person's doing like I, it's like I, I know who you're talking yeah. about now yeah, yeah yeah um but anyways yeah so um yeah i think i think uh you've got beginners that come in and they're not really sure about it maybe and they're more along the lines of like they're on the safer side Yes. And then I would say like that beginner, like it's good to be safe. I think at the start, right? You play it safe. For a I'd always bit. rather someone play it safe than go. Yeah. Anytime someone's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to keep it light. I'm like, like you already. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Let's like, yeah. just focus on exactly like, let's just focus yeah. on. And I feel like a lot of times they say that and they're like, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to make me like go super hard and, and like try and they watch and try and put yeah. weight on. And like, I'd be like screaming and, and it's like, no, like, we we got to build the yeah, mechanics, mechanics first. first. Oh my God. Um, so uh, so that would be one kind of shot of beginners, and then yes. there's another one where um, you have people that are maybe a little overconfident. Maybe they're too beginner, much too fast. Beginner yeah. to CrossFit, but maybe not to working out, and maybe not to being. Uh, yes, this happens a lot with people with previous experience. So like typical, like I a good example of it is like you overestimate your abilities like oh i can squat whatever so i should be able to snatch this and it's like you can't (laughs) but you do it anyways yeah and then you hurt yourself yeah and it's like well fuck and so there's definitely that pool of people as well right yeah so um yeah i think that that's those are kind of the two i think those two types of people go through the gym all the way from beginner intermediate and then advanced Advanced, yeah so like those same people that thought they were sweet right off the start and went way too i feel like a lot of those people like athletes especially like i feel like this was me when i came in i wasn't i'm not like a overly um i don't know what the word is like overly like i wasn't like super confident coming in right but i was i knew what i was doing and like squatting and stuff you're or at least i the thought capabilities that you knew like, right like- and i'm also but i'm also open to criticism like i've always yeah. been open to like coaching and getting better Um, but I was somebody that was very like, obviously new to CrossFit and had no idea how to pace things. Right. Right. So like I would go, I probably still do this like a little bit, but I've just gotten better at like holding on. Yeah. Holding on. (laughs) But, uh, but, um, 
yeah like he yeah just like go so hard out of the gate and then you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna die and there's like i'm three minutes into a 20 minute workout but um yeah um yeah so i think for intermediates now um i think this can be a a challenging issue of intensity in that they almost get frustrated maybe some people who are like maybe slow learners get frustrated and they're like well fuck like how come they people learn so fast like i i've been here for three years and i still can't do uh, such and such a pull up and like stuff like that and it's like well i mean there's other ways we can like there's other stuff you can look at but i think patience and it's like well like just because you're not there yet doesn't mean you need to rush it like no give it some time and you'll work well and the thing is is like what it's like sometimes i feel like people compare themselves eh? last week's podcast um they compare themselves based on like how long they've been at the gym but if you are somebody that's been here three years and you come three days a week which is totally fine um but then you're comparing yourself to someone that's been here a year but they come every day that person's probably came to more classes than you yeah and they've hit everything and so they're getting better at every single thing that they're coming to that's actually a really good way of looking at it so it's like the person coming for five years doing twice a week, unfortunately, like it's great. And you're going to see, in my opinion, the twice a week is more for people. They are starting out so that like the, um, your body can kind of adapt to it a little bit. Um, but also for the people that maybe do some other things in their lives. Yeah. They have other recreational activities. Yeah. Because I do think that you need to move probably six days a week. Not yeah. th- like so. Not this rigorous is- activity, but like say like working out anywhere from three to four, and then maybe those like like two to three other days are like oh going for a walk, exactly. and like spending yeah. like doing like it doesn't have to be super intense, playing, like you would say a sport like in CrossFit, but yeah. but uh, like this would be like two or three hard days a week, and then you yeah. do other things to to, but like you don't just want to be the person that comes three days a week and is like, yeah, I do CrossFit so I can eat and fucking sit on the couch and, <laughs> and do whatever. And, but I don't know why I'm not getting better. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well let's look at about a myriad of things. Here. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I find, I find the people that do come the, obviously the unlimited, like they, they come like five, six days a week. They're hitting every single thing yes. every week and they're building on that every week. And like they're, they're the ones getting better faster right it's not to say that you won't get better it's just it might take a little bit more time like it's like the squat program right they're actually gonna hit this and get really really good results from it not to say that people coming a couple times a week won't it's just like you got to get a little bit more lucky with hitting the, the proper days yes right unless that's you, all i'm saying unless you read my email and you purposely come on the great cycle that's been yes out true but uh that, that's very true <laughs> um but so yeah so we got to balance obviously the safety and the efficiency part of it so that was kind of the technique um but i think as you go through the stages from like beginner intermediate advanced the idea of like that threshold like we were kind of talking about before with the strength training where like we i gave the example of you building up to your one rep max you hit a new one rep max now you're going back so like his threshold is now something new it's he hit a new threshold he's broken through now he's going back and working at like the the technique at the it's the same thing with um with like the conditioning part as well um we got to play to that like part where okay their technique's starting to break down coach comes in hey like let's maybe slow down a touch but focus on this. Yeah. Um, like maybe you're, I find this a lot people in the, like for instance, me, if I'm doing thrusters or wall balls, maybe my depth isn't the same. So somebody's coming along and saying, Hey, <laughs> chirping me at the end of the I workout. would never say yeah. anything. About or like depth. <laughs> a, a, a thruster where somebody's like coming forward instead in, of, yeah. instead of like over top of the head or whatever, whatever it is. Um, but we're like, I remember at the level one, I was like going so fast in because it's it was thrusters you want to show off look at me yeah i'm so look good how fit i am i'm in my i'm in my prime yeah. <laughs> and uh and but they were they were like okay dial it back like make these reps count like make sure you're locking out the top you're not just like boom back down right like yeah. it's like let's they, they do a really good job at like okay Humbling you <laughs> yeah and then, but then like if your movement's perfect they're like all right let's move quicker come on yeah. like like keep keep moving like but it's yeah. like a balance so they i i was it was a weird a weird thing where like they're telling you 
okay, go faster. Your technique looks off. And then you'd go faster and they'd be like, okay, your technique's not as good. They give you a, uh, uh, like a, a tip. And then you're like, okay, uh, like, and then, then you, you hit the tip, right. And you're like, okay, now you're doing it right again, go faster. And it's right. like, they're balancing and they're trying to get that across that like threshold training is. No, it, um, it makes total sense. Yeah. I, I do like, the, I do love the idea of mechanics consistency. I just said just the tip and consistency. And so oh, like sorry. people are going to take that sexually, but. Oh, I thought maybe you wanted me to jump on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> <laughs> jump on my tip. Yeah. You got a note there. I got distracted for a second. I didn't listen yeah. to the last three minutes of what you said. I was, distra- I was distracted <laughs> I was so- because I'm, so if anybody doesn't know, our, our room has a door with a window on it. Yeah. And. Wyatt is looking out the window and my back is facing the window and my kid is running around outside and yeah. Steph's putting things on the window. So if, and I was, and I, I said distracted. just a tip and I can't talk properly yeah. anyways. It's um, a clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the last thing I kind of think we should touch on is relative intensity because I think it's super important. Okay. Um, so I think for people to get the best bang for their buck in working out, whether it's here or anywhere else, it has to be with some relative intensity. So, how strong and how fit someone is everyone's obviously different and everyone's on a different trajectory but i think it's important to bring it back to being like okay um we're doing the same workout let me put it the best way i can put it is like uh eddie hall and i probably shouldn't do the same squat program in the sense of like i should not be doing his weights right right his 50 percent is going to be my one rm do i have to hit go up there and now I have to go like, all right, like fucking let's do 500 pounds for 10. I'm like, I can't even hit that. Right. What do you mean? Like, no. So you have to bring it back into you and your own needs. If you can't do like a strict pull up, we modify, we get banded just because someone else is doing like the strict pull ups doesn't mean you're behind or whatever. No, it's relative to you. So we'll do those banded. We'll build that volume and then we'll get it. Yeah. It's almost like we are building off last week's podcast. Oh my gosh. Wow. Progression in podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) That's a new fucking meta right there. Holy shit. We're doing our relative (laughs) intensity. Um, But yeah, just thinking about whether it's like it, it, I find that most of the time this comes with like doing RX stuff. Yeah. And, but like think, bring it back to like what you want out of it and what your goals are because it's, it needs to be, your intensity needs to be relative to your physical ability and your psychological, like, What's going to help you get better psychologically and more confidence, more whatever, um, without obviously injury. Yeah. I think. No, I think that's perfect. Um, yeah. I think we got to wrap up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hi, buddy. What's up, Jacko? Hi. You want to say hi to everybody? See, bring him up to the mic. See, everyone will absolutely love that. Say hi. Talk. Say hi. Say Hello. Now, no. now he yeah. has stage fright. Now he right. has stage fright. Uh, where can they find you? They can find me at Coach underscore Wyatt on TikTok to see all my closed-minded TikToks, uh, <laughs> and then at Mako Training Methods on Instagram. Where can they find you? Uh, train Hydras either on Instagram or um, or TikTok. <laughs> where can they find you? At home, being a. <laughs> oh, you got some cash! Oh, oh look at this guy! Couple quarters. I don't know if the mic picked that up, but I hope it did because that yeah. was that was cute. All right, say say see you later, everybody. Say bye. Can you say bye? They can just hear his breathing. <laughs> That's it's just like Joel. All right, yeah, all right. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Have a good one, guys. Bye.